Welcome Dendrophiles. I'm Tonya Clark from the Birmingham Tree People and today I'm talking to Eleanor Hode, a forest school leader, community gardener and tree warden for Birmingham, all about trees and their health-giving properties and how we use them for medicine. Hi Eleanor, can you tell us some of the ways in which trees are good for our health? Okay, well I think we all definitely get that feeling when we're around trees that it's definitely good for us getting out in the fresh air getting some exercise but trees are also able to um, have a greater impact on us and we might realize that when we're out in the in a forest it's actually lowering our blood pressure and lowering our pulse rate and um, also reducing cortisol which is the stress hormone released in our brain so it really is good for helping us relax and it's also good for aiding recovery when people have been ill. There have been studies that have found people who are able to just see trees out of their window actually recover quicker than those that don't. Um, it's also really fantastic for relieving depression. So just being around trees, just simply going for a walk can have all these really positive health benefits for us. Some countries really take it a bit further, don't they, than we do? Yeah, they do, particularly Japan. So there's a practice called Shinrin-yoku, which is Japanese forest bathing. It started in Japan in the 1980s, so it's really well established there um, for healing. It's actually something that's prescribed there. So the idea with that is that you go into a woodland, um, and there's, it's sort of a, a practice, really. It's a bit like meditation. You go into the woodland, you're very quiet and still, you take time to breathe and relax and notice the nature and the sounds around you. Um, and it, it's said to have really fantastic benefits um, for your health and your mental well-being particularly. And they're looking at that in the UK as a potential thing to be socially prescribing. So instead of just giving medication for depression and other related illnesses, that you may be prescribed forest bathing instead which would be fantastic. That sounds wonderful. That really does. Um, there's other health benefits um, from trees as well in terms of some of the products that we can get from them, aren't there? Yeah, so there's a a really interesting whole practice in um, tree medicine so a lot of the trees have medicinal properties um, some of these have been used for generations so the trees create a lot of chemicals for their own health so to ward off pests and diseases but also things like pheromones to communicate between themselves within the woodland um, so for example elder um, very useful at the moment because it it's really um, antiviral, so the, the berries from elder are fantastic for fighting off viruses. Um, and the flowers from elder, which aren't quite out yet, but they're very good for flu, but also for hay fever. And they just come into blossom at the right time for, for hay fever. And the leaves of elder can also be used for bruises. So elder is really a fantastic tree for, for medicine. And the lime tree, or the linden tree, one that's planted a lot as a street tree, is also... Um, fantastic medicine it's flowers are used for their calming properties so they're a really good sleep tonic and some people have been using them for adhd because they're very calming um the leaves are also edible so at this time of year just as we're coming into spring and the lime leaves are coming out they're actually really nice sliced up in, in salads um the hawthorn another brilliant one it's a heart tonic um and it improves circulation so it's used for for lots of heart disorders it's um you can use the berries and the flowers from that and the leaves again are edible at this time of year so they're just starting to come out and the old um country name for them was bread and cheese for the for the leaves for some reason <laughs> they don't actually taste as cheese they're quite nice and green and fresh 
Um, so the willow tree, aspirin was actually derived from willow, from the salicylic acid. Um, so willow has traditionally been used, the bark, for pain relief. So you can actually just use that bark and chew it or make a tincture or tea from it for pain relief. Um, and birch, another very common one. Birch is a fantastic antioxidant and it clears inflammation. So there's a, um, a real culture of collecting the sap from birch trees and using that as a, as a tonic in the spring when the sap is rising. It's a yeah, great sort of diuretic for flushing out the system. Um, and yew trees, one that we always know to steer clear of because they're poisonous. I've recently found out they've been using the needles from yew trees um, to make a chemotherapy drug because they actually fight off cancerous cells, which is quite incredible. You know, you've also got the mushrooms that grow on the trees as well, a lot of which can be fantastically medicinal. And some of them are very poisonous too. And some of them are very poisonous too, yeah. You have to be very careful with any of these things. So, yeah, it's good to mention that actually when we're harvesting any of these trees for medicine um, to really follow good practice. So always be sure that you've identified the tree correctly before you take anything from it. Um, and a lot of the medicines come from bark, but obviously if we start taking bark from trees, we can do them a lot of damage. So it's good to only take them from very young branches or from recently fallen branches. Never take a great chunk of the bark because you'll really damage the tree. Um, it's also good to be careful of cutting anything very safely because you don't want to end up with a huge branch falling on your head. You need to be quite careful harvesting from trees. But if you stick to things like the leaves and the flowers, you can't go too wrong as long as you don't take too much of the tree's leaves. Thank you so much, Eleanor. It's really great to have another reason to be outside enjoying trees. And I hope, dear Dendrophile, you'll be inspired to go and try some of these remedies. Next, we've got a little bit about the birch tree. The tree I'm in love with today is the birch tree. They're just so scandy, aren't they? So stylish and graceful, with clean lines and small fluttering leaves and that wonderful white bark. There are 60 species of birch, and the silver birch, Betula pendula, and the downy birch, Betula pubescens, are both native to the UK. The pendula describes the branches on older trees which tend to droop down. The pubescens refers to the downy leaves, which is a bit like the face fuzz on an adolescent boy. Birches are part of the Betulaceae family, with alders, hornbeams and hazels. The common factor? They all have catkins. Birches have male and female catkins on the same tree and the seeds are small with papery wings. A tree will produce thousands to be blown away on the wind. These will germinate and quickly take over heathland. For this reason they're called a pioneer species. They grow quickly but they only reach about 50 feet and they only live for about 80 years but during their short lives they nurse other tree species to turn a heathland into a forest. They really are the forest makers. One of my favourite things about birch trees is its beautiful bark. It peels off leaving new clean white bark underneath. The bark is waterproof and was used to make canoes. Some have even been dug up from the gravel banks of the Clyde in Scotland. Birch is very common in the Northern Hemisphere Iceland, Scotland, Scandinavia, Russia. People in the north of Russia used the bark to make bread as it contained so much starch. They used the wood for furniture, 
building and spoons as it's easily turned on a lathe. The sap can be tapped and used to make wine or a spirit. The young shoots were made into beer and the leaves can be made into tea. It's said that the Russians also added a small amount of the fly agaric toadstool that grows near birch trees into their spirit to make it even more intoxicating. It's easy to recognise this toadstool. It's the one with the red top and the white flecks on it and it really only grows near birch trees. I have to say that the fly agaric mushroom is incredibly poisonous. So don't try this at home. To the Druids, birch was a sacred tree with the powers of renewal and they used the twigs to sweep out the spirits of the old year. Birch twigs are still used to make bism brooms, so now they are sweeping out the dirt instead. Birch are small trees and look just as good in winter, with their beautiful bark as in spring with their green triangular leaves. In autumn their leaves turn golden, which makes them an ideal garden tree.